Let's go ahead and welcome our, our special guest of the evening. We're really excited. Um, he, he's, a, he's a veteran actor. More than 75 TV shows and movies. To his credit, he's well, going to be the upcoming national champions. I just checked out the trailer. The trailer looks amazing. And it's something I've always thought about, about the, the college uh, um, basketball players that, that don't get paid. Um, uh, but yet the agents do, and it's kind of uh, cool, uh, that concept. But uh, we're welcoming on Below the Belt show, actor Tony Winters. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Al? Yes, uh, yes, I'm Al here. And, of course, uh, you're also talking with uh, my co-host, the actor extraordinaire Vince Eisenson. Vince! Vince, good my good you, Tony. Good to yeah. see you. We also, we also have Paul Darth Wallace uh, joining I us by audio. The Sith Paul. Lord is with us as well. Hey. The faceless Paul Wallace. Wallace, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Paul doesn't do video, huh? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, see, I'm not good with technology. My phone kind of sucks. So. <laughs> He's a Sith Lord, that's why. He's all the way in the depths of the planet of Dathomir. Um, okay. But nonetheless, uh, Tony, you got to be excited. This is a huge film. I mean, you're I, working with an amazing cast. You have J.K. Simmons. You have Timothy Oliphant. You have Kristen Chenoweth, Uzo Aduba, who I just saw in New York the other day. Um, wow, you got a great cast you're you're working with in this film. Yeah, it's it's pretty outstanding. Uh, you know, I didn't know any of the names associated with the film uh, other than uh, Stefan and uh, J.K. And and then when I got cast and I started getting call sheets and scripts and everything, I started seeing the cast as I'm like, holy yeah. Toledo, this is <laughs> this is a very this is very special. You know, usually it's one, two, three, four names, but this right. is about ten. And, and and let me say that the uh, the the writer, Mr. Mervis, was very even-handed. They all have uh, character arcs. They all have interesting um, wow. stories in their own right that contribute to the whole. That's very important to know. And let's talk about your character. Okay. Um, you play uh, Wes Martin. You're a NCAA executive, which, uh, um, uh, according to the trailer, it's interesting that some of these executives make millions of dollars, whereas the players make zero. They and get they bupkis. Yes. Yeah. It's a crazy it's, phenomenon. But, you know. It doesn't seem quite fair. There's no uh, equanimity. If yes. You yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, hey, if I got um, to college, I'm six right. foot seven, 320 pounds. So, I mean, I would have definitely got paid, but they didn't you pay would, me. They would, wait, they would have paid you? I mean, if they paid you. If it was a thing where you could get paid to play college football, I mean, I probably would have went because I mean, okay. I'm six foot seven, three hundred pounds, and that's just—I was like, eh, whatever. Right, right. But it, it's true though. I mean, these college athletes um, eventually go on to the NBA, the NFL, you know, all the major sports leagues. But yeah, but they're they're playing for for these um, colleges that the people associated with, with the teams, like the coaches and the executives make yep. millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, make no mistake about it that a very small percentage of these guys actually make it to the NFL or the NBA or what have you, you know, right. Out of the 12,000 or so eligible players, 300, uh, you know, going to the NFL. 
So, right. uh, and many of them sustain lifetime injuries and, yep. uh, and, and they need, you know, not only compensation, but they need insurance in many cases. Right. You're hundred percent right about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you talk about who, who you work closely with in the cast? Uh, JK, nice. uh, David Keckner, um, Jeffrey Donovan, Uzo Aduba. Oh, okay. Wow. Pretty much everyone. Stephon James. Those, wow. Okay. Those my, but you know what? I had worked with Timothy Oliphant once before, about 10 years ago. We did a film called The Crazies. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't have any scenes together in this particular film, but. Uh, <laughs> was that the one that was uh, yeah, and, Ed Eisner? Because I worked with him on. Uh, yes. Yeah, because I worked with him on, uh, what's he called? The Last Witch Hunter. No kidding. Yeah, good dude, Breck Eisner. Michael yep. Eisner's son, by the way. Ah, yeah. very cool. So when you see T- Timothy Olyphant on set, you're like, oh, it's good to see you again, right? I actually had no scenes with him. Okay. Uh, I was hoping to run into him at a premiere, but we're not going to do one for, for what? I guess, reasons. Yeah. Oh, the in-person oh. events are starting to come back. I was like, man, I wonder if I'm having a... A crazy premiere for this. So the film is going to have um, a theater release, and then it's going to go to video on demand as well. As I understand it, yeah, that they didn't consult me on this on on, on these issues. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at, but that is my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So December tenth um, drop previously was supposed to be in theaters on uh, November twenty fourth, but it's pushed to December tenth. And and I gotta tell you, I'll I'll be seeing it along with you and Vince and Paul for the first time on the tenth because I haven't seen it. I've only seen bits and pieces. Right. Some ADR work on it. So okay. I really only saw a couple of my scenes, and you know, the ADR session is over before it starts. Right. So I'll be watching it unfold along with you know the rest of the audience. <laughs> and with we another thing that's cool, um, uh, uh, Tony is that. This is not your first foray into anything sports entertainment related. You did some work on NBA 2K15, <laughs> uh, I, I, which I think is awesome. You were a coach, correct? Yes, I was. Yes, yes. I was. You know, you know what was the coolest thing about that job was uh, my son, who was a basketball enthusiast, and, and in, yeah. 20, in 2015, he had eyes on the NBA uh, today as in his second year of college, he very much wants to be a sportscaster. And uh, I got to be the cool dad for about a a year because I was in the video game that he and all of his friends played. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, how cool cool. is that? Wow, that is so awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. So (laughs) so you're a fan yourself. buddies about that gig, yeah. Yeah, did you play your own game at home yourself? You know, I, I think it's generational. I could, okay, I tried, okay. I tried though I might, I couldn't get the swing of it. I'm like, okay, this finger controls what, and this thumb does this, and you know. it's come I, a long way since the uh, the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo AB. You only had two buttons to worry about back then. Yeah, and now I you have all these. Wrong guy. Remember Pong? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, going back to Atari, right? That's about as far as Atari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my flavor too. <laughs> what was it like working with Uzo? I just like I said, I just ran into Uzo at her uh, SAG uh, for your consideration event for uh, in treatment, her show on HBO. Oh, and um, a, yeah, go ahead. she's a beautiful lady. 
we got along famously. Uh, lots of um, her character. I, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. I'll share something with you. I haven't told anyone. When yeah. I read the script, I was immediately thinking a white woman for this particular mm. character. I don't want to give it away. But right. in my mind's eye, that's what I saw. And then, you know, when I got the cast list and I saw Uzo Aduba, oh, wow, it, it it just blew my mind, man. <laughs> and she, uh, we had three scenes together and she was magnificent, <laughs> more magnificent in each one uh, mm. as she went along. She was, she's an amazing actress. Wow. Yeah, she yeah. certainly is. Um, certainly um, one of the greats. Um, Orange is the New Black, Crazy Eyes. I mean, she's <laughs> she was so and good I, at that. And I was a fan of Orange is the New Black, so right. I knew her as Crazy Eyes. And that was crazy really eyes. the only thing I'd ever seen her in. And yeah. in this one, she plays, I can just say, a completely different type of character. Interesting, yes. yes. That just shows her range, which I think is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, what about J.K.? Working with J.K. Simmons, I mean, this guy is just an incredible actor and it's such a legend. He really is. And, you know, I was a big fan, as most of us are, uh, largely from Whiplash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my yeah. introduction to him. And I thought, you know, even even though I've been doing this for more years than I'll care to admit, <laughs> I confused him with this character. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I'm going to just keep my distance. I don't want this guy going off. <laughs> but he is a sweet like, hey, nicest. He is the nicest guy. And uh, mm-hmm. a, a consummate professional uh, has a way of working that I had never seen before. Um, I, I, I better leave it at that respectfully. Okay, <laughs> okay. no. Uh, but he is—he's an amazing actor and and a and a really fun guy to be around. Detroit. Uh, he's an Ohio State fan, and I grew up in Michigan, so we 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 were at loggerheads there. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> we got along just fine. Oh, this is awesome. Where and did you, you film this? Yes, please. New Orleans. Oh, okay. New Orleans. And you know, I listened to him in a podcast today, and he revealed this, so I guess it'll be okay if I do too. We yes, never lived, please. We all stayed at uh, the Hyatt Regency, and that's where. Most of the movie takes place. Oh, yes, oh, that's and really whole, weird. It was a, is a brilliant uh, business model, if you will, a business, an approach to the film, and, and and that's really all I can say. But a lot of the action takes place right there at the hotel, man. Wow, oh, that's great. But yeah. according to the trailer, there's a lot of stuff uh, shot in the stadium. How, how are the logistics to shoot with that? I uh, my character yeah. didn't go there, so I can't really speak to that. Okay. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Wow. Well, let me curious. ask you. I mean, you know, we have some actors on here, but you know, most yes. of us, we're lucky to get you know a day player here and there. So I gotta ask, <laughs> when you're in a big movie like this, are you? They contract you from day one to the wrap, or do they try to shoot around you, or how does it work? Uh, I was there for, um, I was there in New Orleans for two weeks. Okay. Okay. Uh, in May, gotcha. and I was contracted for the two weeks. Great, uh, great. But there are actors who get what is called, I believe the term is run of the show. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, where you, even if you shoot, you know, one day in the first week and two days in the in the final week and it shoots for three months, you're paid for the entire three months. 
You know oh, what I mean? Awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet deal. Good work yeah. if you can get it. <laughs> wow. And let's talk about some other projects because okay. uh, Yellow Jackets, um, first of all, um, there's a lot of buzz about this show. Uh, mm -hmm. Premiered on Showtime a couple weeks ago. Um, tell us about uh, your experience working on that set and your character. Okay. Um, well, my character, what was most, what, what really drew me to the project was that my character ages 25 years. You know, the, the, the show is about a, a group of high school uh, soccer players, girls championship soccer team, who's playing crashes in the Canadian wilderness. And in 1996, yep, uh, they're out there fending for themselves for two years, and then they're rescued and brought back to civilization. Right. So, and so uh, then there's a cut to you know 2021. So you have the girls in 1996, and you have them in 2021. So you have your adult cast and you have your teen cast. The adult cast would of course include Juliet Lewis and Christina Ritchie. And yes. Uh, Tawny Cypress and some other yes, great names. Yeah, and uh, so my character is is seen in in 1996 and 2021. I play the vice principal at their high school, so uh, my uh, so you actually see me age or de-age, <laughs> however you want to look at it. 25 yeah. years. Yeah. Now, so, how do they do that? Through makeup or CG? All of the above. No, really? no, C, no CGI. It was okay, all, uh, it was all makeup and costume. You know, uh, hair, hair had the. They give you a fro in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> because in nineteen ninety, I'm, I'm sorry, in twenty twenty one, I am who I am now. Right, correct. So I had to de-age. Okay. <laughs> or get younger uh, uh -huh. for the nineteen ninety six scenes. So I've only seen the pilot, so I guess I, I actually didn't quite finish it because i was watching it right before this podcast mm -hmm. it's very good by the way so i haven't seen you in the current day yet but i guess i've seen you no oh, i'm only in the pilot episode oh okay so you're I'm gonna come back episode. Yeah. i mean in the later well you have one of the early uh pretty funny lines which was uh we wouldn't we wouldn't have minded if some of these kids uh, never came back, but the soccer team that was a good soccer team, yeah. Some of these kids, man, you know, no big loss, yeah. yeah. But losing these girls was something very special. That is so cool. Why, yeah. ho hopefully, if the show gets a, I don't know, can it have a second season if it's based on, you know, based on something? Is it based on a true story? No, not to it's my fictional, knowledge. okay, not to my knowledge, okay. So, this this can expand. For, for another season. Your lips to God's ears. Yeah. Uh, I'll get a call next season. I thought I'd get one this season, but it was not to be. Okay. But as I'm watching it, I I guess in my mind, I thought I saw them jumping back to uh, scenes that took place in the high school. And they really aren't doing that. They're they're moving forward. So uh, ah. it's okay. You know what I learned? I Years ago, I had a, a recurring role on, on a show called Queen Sugar. I shouldn't say yes. years ago, four years ago, and um, and yeah, I thought I was going to be on the show the entire run because my character owned a restaurant that yes. was frequented on the show by the rest of the cast. Right. Uh, but you know, after the third season, they got rid of me. 
They mm. said my character retired. Nobody called me and told me this, but the thing is, you learn as an actor, never unpack your bags. Yeah, right. I mean, unless you're a series regular. Yeah, and even then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, never get too comfortable. So, yeah. you know, I, every job is a blessing. And, you know, if they call for more episodes, that's cool. If they don't, you know, I've, I've, it's in the rearview mirror for me in most instances. Okay. By the time I'm talking to you guys about it, it's long in the rearview mirror. Right, right. Yeah. But Queen Sugar must have still, I mean, for three seasons, must have been an incredible experience. It really was. It, it was, yeah. um, um, I, I love the show because the show really allows for an actor to act. Uh, whereas if you watch certain shows on television, I won't name names, the, the dialogue <laughs> has to be has to be rapid fire. Right. You know, and there's no time to act or think or react. But um, Queen Sugar allowed the characters to breathe, to take a moment. Yeah. You know, to 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 feel that space with with the audience thinking with the character thinking, with the audience absorbing, the, the character absorbing the moment. And it, it would, to me, it was just more like real life, you know, okay. than some of the stuff that uh, you end up doing in Hollywood. I love it. I Where love are you it. guys anyway? We're all over the place. I'm, I'm back and forth from Maryland to New York City. Okay. Um, uh, Paul is in the PA, Pennsylvania area. Vince? Same He's as out. I, I'm yeah. technically outside DC, but you know I have a crash pad in New York. So when I do book something in New York, I, I'm local. I'm, oh, okay. Know, so you got to make it work. Where are you, by the way? I'm in Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Very nice. So we're nowhere near you. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Keep your LA. distance, guys. Keep your distance. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's talk about working with Don Cheadle in. Um, <laughs> in this amazing uh show black monday um now you're playing a jazz drummer so right curious if well, what drumming experience do you have or it's something that you had to learn as soon as you were cast zero dude <laughs> 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 absolutely my character did not have to play the drums so uh we only talk about it okay he was, he was trying to recruit me uh to for his jazz label for his yeah. record label momo wait mo Mo Kokomo Records. Kokomo I, Records, okay. That's what it is, Kokomo. Yeah. And um, um, uh, and and so we should we only really have one scene together, but he was a prince, man. Um, uh, we had met socially a few times prior, and uh, so, and I, I'm a huge Don Cheeto fan. If you ever saw uh, Devil in the Blue Dress with Denzel Washington, yes. he plays Mouse. Oh, it, it yes. it's it's that performance when you suddenly take notice of a guy. You know what okay. I mean? Like yeah. a good example would be Brad Pitt and Thelma and Louise. You're like, yes. oh, who who is this guy doing the right, uh, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Every actor has has that moment. And Don yep. Cheadle's was in, at least for me, it was in uh, Devil in the Blue Dress. So it's always a huge kick, man, to get a uh, to get cast and work with you know people who you have huge respect for. And then when they turn out to be you know just generous artists on the set and and, and fine human beings that that's that's icing on the cake and i, I can say yeah. that about Don good dude i'm you know I've, I've never really had a bad experience with another actor on a, on a set that's good we have yeah. <laughs> right Vince? have you had a bad experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah not nothing uh, major uh, okay, nothing he's gonna talk about publicly yeah. right right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
That's Don't want to burn that bridge, Vince. Huh? Yeah, no, I know. No. Never do it. Never do it's it. It's 75 film and television roles on your IMDb from reading your bio. Never had an issue with another actor. That's pretty. No, at, 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 at worst, I got indifference from someone. Mm. But no. And plus, you got to remember, man, I'm 6'2". <laughs> you know, mm. <laughs> over 200 pounds. So I'm not really the guy you want to target or beat up on. You know what I mean? <laughs> that makes complete sense. Complete yeah, sense. I'm not wow. that dude. Yeah, no, that's that's like yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's yeah. talk about This Is Us. Um, this oh. is us is actually finally ending in uh, six seasons. Um, you played opposite Sterling K. Brown uh, as Dr. Wilton, a psychologist. Interesting. I did, but you know, um, that that was my first job post COVID, hmm. and ah. uh, you know, I had to test like five times before. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. It was it was so restrictive. I mean, you stay in your your trailer until. They need you. And then right. you're brought to set. You have to sit in a pod that, that you know, kept you apart from everyone else. And my yeah. scene with Sterling was actually a uh, is not much different than we're doing now. It was a, uh, a Zoom call. Right. So ah. I actually never met him. But uh, you I'm, know, I'm starting a, was, to recall that scene, actually. Yes. Yeah, it was a cool it was a cool job. You know, uh, not one not one that will make the, the real. Right, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta appreciate and be blessed about the work. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially post COVID, yeah, because there's a lot of restrictions. As soon as like Hollywood started opening up again after you know COVID and the rules were so strict, and they still are very strict. I mean, you have to absolutely. test at least once or twice. I just, you get I just did a Young Sheldon, and it was very much like very much like my experience on uh, This Is Us. Hmm. Oh really? You just you yeah. just shot an episode of Young Sheldon. Uh, a couple of months ago, yeah. A couple of months, yes. Yeah. How's how's that experience? Very very cool, man. Um, I played a porter on a train. Oh, okay. And my scene was with Ian Armitage, and oh, yes. for me, it was it was a small role, but they 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 gave me guest star billing. Nice. And, um, yes. And guest star money. Yeah. <laughs> really That's cool. always a plus. See, yeah. us actors know about that. The co- yeah. Guest star versus co-star is a big deal, right? A big, a huge deal. <laughs> because I, I don't think I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I would have taken the role otherwise. Ah. Uh, but okay. And, and but I'll tell you this. Uh, I for me it was it was a his. I put it in historical perspective. Yeah. Because if if you if you are an old movie buff like I am, I I I I, I thought about the actors that came before me. I thought mm-hmm. about Clarence Muse. And Willie yeah. Best, and and you know Mantan Moreland, all these guys who had to don that uniform, mm-hmm. and uh and, and play porters on trains. Ah, some yes. some in you know really stereotypical, embarrassing scenes. You know when we look at it through the lens of uh the 21st century. Uh, so I was able to do it in in, in modern times. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was part of that continuum. You know what I mean? Oh nice. wow! Yeah, that's that's kind of how I looked at it. Uh, wow! That's it. I mean, you have such a wide range of roles you've yes, played. It looks like absolutely. you know, I see I see some common threads. You might be a judge a handful of times, but you really, it are you're open to pretty much any kind of role. It looks like. Well, I, well, I, to I a always degree. say always say I, I'm open to do everything but blackface and porn. 
Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But in all seriousness, when I when I started many moons ago, my North Star was I don't want to do anything that's derogatory to black people. But more importantly, I want my grandmother to be able to watch it and be, be proud. proud. Yeah, no longer with us. But yes. I still I still carry that in my heart. You know, I want I want. Uh, Miss Eunice Griffin, God rest your soul, to be able to watch anything I've ever done and, and be proud of her grandson. Right, right. Yeah, I love that. Wow. And let's talk about this uh, two degrees um, <laughs> this series. So you, this is your directing debut, Tony. Oh, uh, man. interesting, interesting, interesting uh, plot line. Um, a show where uh, a friend of a divorced man on a journey between his second and third wives, which in Hollywood is not too uncommon, right? <laughs> well, you know, I know a few guys who have been married three times, and the third marriage seems to stick. Uh, three um, times a charm. My older brother, um, he married three times. His, his third marriage was his happiest. Wow. Um, okay. You know, uh, my buddy, my buddy Carl, who this is all based on, uh, he is a real advocate for marriage and family, and he yeah. he op he only can operate really well in the in the in the confines of a marriage. Whereas I'm the complete opposite. I buried once, I did ten years, and I'm done. Uh, at least at this juncture. Oh, okay. So I, I'm really kind of okay being single, even at, even at my slightly advanced age. But Carl <laughs> went on such a journey between his second and third marriage that he decided he was gonna. Uh, write a, a a a a series based on that experience. You know, dating, uh, getting on on the the dating apps and right. that sort of thing. And it was it was it went over so well the first season that he found an angel investor for the second season. Wow. And uh, and he he likes to think of it as kind of a black man's curb your enthusiasm. Yes. Nice. Yeah, because it's, it's I love it's that show by the improv. way. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's but I said, man, so he recruited me to write and direct uh, an episode in which cool. his character is challenged to do uh, a five minute stand up uh, spot. Uh, meanwhile, he's on two dates that he did not arrange for two women that he's dating show up at the comedy venue. So I called upon his his comic skills, his his physical comedy skills. His mm -hmm. physical comedy is not something you see a lot anymore. Yeah. I wanted him to channel his inner Dick Van Dyke, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. His inner Jack <laughs> Tripper and get around his restaurant and try <laughs> to <laughs> and try to satisfy these two women on, on, on these two dates. So uh you know, a lot <laughs> I love of fun it. With it. Yeah. Where where can we see more of this two degrees? Where can we see two well, degrees? Well, two degrees, the first season is is up on YouTube. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Again, so with the second season, we are looking for a better deal. You know, we want to find a streamer. So mm. uh we're looking for Netflix, we're looking right, cool. for um, you know, uh all of the above. It looks yeah. like yeah, Michael Michael Beach was in that, right? Michael Beach did an episode with us. I was in oh, that. Okay. We all played yeah. kind of heightened versions of ourselves. Like yes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm is exactly yeah. that. Yeah. And so I, I played Tony Winters and Michael Beach played Michael Beach. We also had um, 
Michael T. Williamson, you might remember as Bubba Yes. Gump. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. Great actor. Uh, great actor. A lot of lot of notable working actors from the from Black Hollywood, if you will. Nice. nice. Wow, yeah. it's amazing. I'm just looking at your IMDb, uh, Tony. It's 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 pretty awesome. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you, you've been around long enough, Al, and you know. Your number comes up every once in a while. Yeah. Like, Here's what I want to going anywhere. Let's give him a job. You know. Here's what well, I, I want to ask about that. Yeah. Al, I, Al, you have a question, but here's what well, I want to ask. Yes, please well, go, go Al, you go. You're the host. You, you're the host. No, what, no, man. Well, I just had a question because it goes all the way from like childhood favorites like Gremlins to the new new batch and Loaded Weapon One, which is like the the spoof on on Lethal Weapon. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, uh, I mean, this is this is. I mean. I, you, you've been in the business for quite a while. Some of your earlier works. What have so, What are you proud of of some of your earlier works? Gosh, um, from the nineties. Jake and the Fat Man. From the nineties. Oh wow, Jake and the Fat Man. Man, you are pulling them <laughs> from the bottom of the deck. <laughs> Gosh, well, you know what, Al? Each one is like a child. Each time you get cast, yeah. You're like, you know, thank you. Each one helps you pay your rent or it helped you <laughs> pay your car note or it just kept yeah. you, kept your agent interested in, you know, submitting you. So everyone is is kind of special, but I had a couple of gigs very early on that that were most special. I, I'd say I had a recurring role on Days of Our Lives. Yes. Uh yes. as as they, they named the character after me. Uh mm-hmm. and then from there I got a recurring role on a show called Hunter. With Fred Dreyer, I don't know if you remember that one. You oh, guys yeah. were diapers, but uh, Fred Dreyer played a, a police detective. It was a long run. I think it went eight, seven, eight seasons. Yep. Yeah, on NBC, yeah. and I played the medical examiner, which was huge for me. It was my first recurring role on a primetime series. And, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was huge. And. Um, I, I I did a pilot that did not get picked up around that time. It was called um, uh, when I shot when we shot it was called Hannah. Then it it starred Scott Plank, uh, the late Scott Plank, and and, and a few others. Uh, NBC, I'm sorry, ABC did not pick it up. Mm. So Michael Mann. So anyway, when it aired, it was called L.A. Takedown. And then Michael Mann, who I'm sure you both know, you all yeah. three of you know, I'm sorry, Paul, I'm not looking Paul, at your no picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he took that same script and made a movie called Heat. Heard of it. Yes. Their first film yes. where they were together. They had scenes together. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ah. That was based on a pilot that I did at that time. But, you know, the crown jewel of my career prior to National Champions was a movie I did in 1991, 92 called Sneakers. You were in Sneakers? Oh, I remember Robert that. Sidney Poitier, Dan wow. Aykroyd, River Phoenix. Yeah, uh, David Strait there, awesome. Mary McDonald. and I, I worked with them all. I was in the final climactic scene at the very end wow. of, the, of the movie, so I met everyone except Ben Kingsley. He was the only one I did not. Kingsley, wow, not, we're just talking. Yeah. About that. <laughs> uh, but that had been the crown jewel of my career up until uh, wow. Jake, until working on national champions. National champions, and I, it's yeah. interesting. It's kind of like the alpha and the mega. If you think about it. Well, yeah. I, I I hope well, I'm not Omega just yet. <laughs> well, Omega. Well, I'm thinking at the the, the starting grid. I'm very um, 
uh, recent movie, but yes, Thank Omega. You. Omega. <laughs> I should rephrase that because no, Omega no, really it's, means it's the all end good, of- man. I, I, you know what? I tell you, Vince, you're you're a young man starting out in this business. I don't know how long you've been at it. I can't really gauge your age, but I think it's also <laughs> that's it's good. Also, that's good. <laughs> it's it's very important to understand where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, in your right. in your in your personal arc. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because you have to know, like, you know, I can't play a 30 something dad anymore. You know, right. that ship has sailed. I know where I am. I know my instrument. I know where I am now. And you have to be in touch with that as as a performer. Wow. Yeah, you do. You do. Wow. And you so, have to um, figure it out. I'm always kind of figuring it out because I start yeah. to see I get the 30 year old dad stuff and I'm not mm-hmm. getting the late grad student stuff anymore. <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't know how you, in your mind you're thinking you're still the same guy. Exactly. But they, they know, man, those they casting know. directors, they when they see your picture. Oh, he's five years too old to play a, a grad student now. Yeah. You right. Know? You know, they they know. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. know. Yeah. So what, what? 90210. You were actually in Melrose Place, though, weren't you? I did. I did a, I did a cop on Melrose Place. <laughs> 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 so I got to go into the apartment complex and everything. Yes. That's uh, an iconic show. Yeah. Walked show, right, right past the pool. My partner and I had a scene with, oh gosh, I'm sorry. I can't remember the young lady's name. Um, short little blonde Bob. Oh, Tony yes. Josie, yeah. Jo- Josie Bissett. Yes. Wow, man, you are good. Yeah. Uh, yes, with Josie Bissett. Um, yeah, that was I was, that was, a, cool. I was a fan. <laughs> yeah, just is one. I played cops. I played rookie cops for the first 10 years of my career, man. It was always Very police cool. breeze. Uh, you know, come with me. You're under arrest. And that, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. I, had, I, I love had, it. I had an agent in the 80s. And uh, it was called Feature Players Agency. And right, you as you mentioned earlier, today it's just co-star and guest star. But before that, it used to be featured co-star and guest star. Right. Uh, the featured guy was the one with the one line. Right. You know, or maybe two if you were lucky. Right. So I, I was with an agency that specialized in the one-liner. Oh. So, yeah. Hey. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Keep waiting tables, dude. It's yeah. still principal pay too, you know. Fuck it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's a payday. You know, a lot of one and two and three liners, man. And yeah. Yeah. Well, you said you mentioned national champions is is one of the pinnacles of your career. Um, what else is on your bucket list? I mean, you have seventy five TV shows and films already on your under your belt. Is there I, something I else? I think it's over 90 now, Al, but who's okay. <laughs> now, I guess, I guess your publicist sent me an outdated bio, but nonetheless, yeah. uh, <laughs> what, what, what is there left for you to do in your career? What do you want to do? Is there any particular genre type of character um, that you want, do you want to still do and mark off that list? I'd love to, um, I'd love to play an astronaut. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I, you know, I, I'd love, really love to do something science fiction. I'm up for a Star Trek right now. Yes. A two episode We're... arc. So that would be really cool. That that one I'd have to do in my older brother's memory because he was a Trekkie before oh, there cool. were Trekkies. Yeah, before they even coined the phrase. He was a huge fan of the show. Uh, I'd like to ride a horse. Sci-fi. Ride a horse. You know, oh, I, nice. I'd really like to play a cowboy. 
at some point. Yeah. Um, um, but other than that, man, you know, just really strong stories. I mean, when I read National Champions, all roads keep leading back to National Champions, quite literally, guys, it was the best script I had ever read. And, yeah. and that, I know that sounds like I'm blowing smoke, and I've read hundreds. Right. But quite literally, it was the best script I ever read. Awesome. And I was like, holy smoke, I get to be it in this mother yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and and rick roman wah uh, uh you know going further out into the weeds rick roman wah the director man mm -hmm. this dude was amazing he knew this subject matter backwards and forwards he knew your character better than better than you did and i i, I do a background on on on, on a, a bio on all of my characters i play but he had it all figured out man and, and, and further, he he could talk to you about your character, your motivations, your objectives, blah, 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 wow. and turn on a dime and talk to the cinematographer about lenses or the gaffer about lighting yeah. or, or the or the sound guy about what kind of mic to use. He mm. knew, man, he was <laughs> the most impressive director I think I've ever worked with. I'm yeah. really anxious to see this film. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Tony, we, we really thank you so much for, for joining us here on Below the Belt Show, of course. <laughs> on December 10th, you can check out National Champions. Tony Winters alongside J.K. Simmons, Timothy Oliphant, Kristen Chenoweth, Uza Aduba. The, the list goes on. Um, some great, great actors and a great um, sports drama. I guess that's the genre, right? Sports yeah. genre, yeah. drama film. Um, thank you so much. And before we let you go, Tony, if you could, let us know who you are. Let us know, um, get a little plug for national champions. Let us know you're on Below the Belt show and add whatever other accolades you want to throw in there as well. Uh, sure. Hi, this is Tony Winters. I'm here on Below the Belt with the famous Al Sato and Vince Emerson. Uh, I'm hey, you got it on me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cut. Let's start again. I'm not wearing glasses, so okay, we could do it's a little uh, harder to read. Oh, okay. Al Soto. Vince Eisenson. Okay. There you go. You got Al it. Soto with Soto instead of Sato. And mine's the Wallace. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Tony Winters. I'm here on Below the Belt with Al Soto, Paul Wallace, and Vince Eisenson. You can watch for me in the upcoming National Champions opposite J.K. Simmons, Uzo Aduba, and Timothy Oliphant, December 10th. Nice. How's that? <laughs> that was rad. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you, guys. We can't wait You're to see man, it. Thank Tony. you so much, yeah. Tony. You're awesome. I'll look Thank forward you. to the next time, gentlemen. All right. Awesome. Take care. Have a good night. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease. <laughs> <laughs>